Hi, I'm Kirsten Leo, and this is the Light Path Podcast, brought to you by thelightpathcollective.com. I am passionate about exploring energetic practices, spiritual principles, healing modalities, and connecting to the experience and wisdom of others to illuminate our paths and live at our greatest capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love. On today's episode, I'm looking at that time frame that isn't often talked about, and that's the cocooning time, a phase in our evolving and healing that is bound to happen over and over again. So I sift through the benefits of it, and if you are going through a cocooning phase, hopefully this won't make you feel so alone so that you know how purposeful and meaningful this phase really truly is. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. It is so nice to be with you again, you know, sifting through all thoughts, sharing advice and reflections on the process of growing, healing and evolving. So today I want to kind of shed some light on a period that we literally all go through. We all have been through and hopefully we're not going to avoid it when we have to go through it again. And that is the cocooning phase of any type of cycle in your life, definitely on healing cycles in your life and the evolving cycles in your life. And hopefully, you know, as aware and as spiritual beings that we are cycling through constantly, that we're always evolving, that we're always questioning ourselves and that we're always challenging ourselves. That is the gift of spirituality. That is the gift of doing the work that we do on ourselves. And this is the phase that I find especially when working with clients that a lot of them want to rush through or worst case scenario, do everything in their power to avoid it altogether. And hopefully by shedding some light on this cocooning phase or what I have also heard it referred to as the season of isolation, that you can notice when you're in it next and even seek it out as part of your evolving and healing cycles and dive in because the moment we can dive in to this very significant and I want to say extremely potent and very important energetic time, it's when we can really grasp it for what it is and not avoid it and hence not having to go back and be in it. So what is a season of evolving or a cycle of evolving? Well, that is really the way I like to see it. It's almost as if you can picture a spiral or a life cycle type error. And I don't look at it like a tornado where we're always in the eye of the storm and things need to be spun around and thrown around in order for us to benefit but often our ego will feel confronted with things that are changing or when we're trying to up level even if we're really positive about the change but the way I like to see evolving is this constant phase very akin to a butterfly's life cycle so you can imagine that we are going along in kind of the wormy buggy phase wait is that what you call it 
Oh my goodness, I should probably know being an ex-kindergarten teacher, but I just can't get the name of that creature, that wormy buggy thing. (laughs) Anyway, so you can imagine that we're just traveling along doing our thing. So that is really a period of what I like to consider as maintenance. So, you know, we're moving along, going through our day to day, and we are at this good kind of comfortable level, even though we really know deep down in our intuition and deep within our heart and soul will be whispering to away to us that this phase is not forever. Because let's be honest, absolutely no phase in life is forever. And that resistance to change can often keep us so stuck and frustrated. So as we are kind of going along, oh, it's a caterpillar. Oh my goodness. Why would I call it a slug? I just realized, sorry. So while we are going along in our little caterpillar phase, we're plodding along, but we're probably starting to feel a little bit despondent, maybe a little bit lackluster, or we get a sense that we are wanting more. So when we get to that point, you know, we're munching through our leaves or our lives and just doing our things. And then we think, oh, goodness me, I don't. I'm not as particularly satisfied with my life the way it is as I used to be. And I am really looking for new opportunities or a step up, or I like to think of it as an expansion. You know, if you go back to the tornado, when we're in the eye of the storm, we want that expansion, that break. So in this phase, one or two things happens. Either A, you realize this for yourself and you are equipped with heaps of self-efficiency and spiritual tools, which I share constantly with you here, which I share constantly with you on the Moon Membership. So if you are on the Moon Membership from the thelightpathcollective.com, you can find it and join us there. If you are on that, you are actually already constantly embracing and proactively launching into these cycles and phases at every new and full moon because at a new moon we're setting intentions about two weeks after that we're releasing at a full moon and then about two weeks after that we're back setting intentions and at every new or full moon you're adding an extra little spiritual tool or to your tool boy belt that you can use to enable your self-efficiency so if you're on the moon membership i mean you know this this is what we do but if you're not on the moon membership you either want to get on it or keep listening both would be great so when we are in that phase of thinking okay we're going along munching our leaves we're little caterpillars One thing could happen is that we could proactively seek expansion and up-leveling. Moon members, shout out to you. That is exactly what you are doing every single moon cycle. Hats off to you. You've got, you know, roughly 13 cycles or opportunities to focus on that every year. It is my cornerstone spiritual practice, so love that. So we know the process, it's going to take a lot of self-reflection to see what is working and what needs to go and be released. And it takes a lot of developing that relationship with yourself. So in that phase, when we are in this 
like caterpillar phase, it doesn't mean it's always amazing and easy. Um, or when we're in that cocoon phase and shedding phase, it can be really confronting. And we can often find that things will come up again and again for us to clear and up level from a deeper, deeper level and more expansive level every time. Or that we find that it's the things that we have avoided. So there is the proactive stance or the proactive caterpillar. I like to think I'm a proactive caterpillar. However, as much as I am a proactive caterpillar in my cycles, in my healing and growing cycles, I also know that I can be caterpillar number two, which is the, I have just been hit by a ton of bricks caterpillar, like squashed under someone's foot. And those are the people and the times in our lives where we ignore the signs, we ignore the feeling of needing to go within, to reflect, to shed, to evolve, to change, to shift, to reprogram, all the things that we need to do to expand into that next level of beauty and into that next level of abundance, into that next level of living as that butterfly in that phase. And things can happen like someone can break up with us out of the blue or we feel like it's out of the blue, but obviously our soul will know or we will lose a job, or we may get ill, things will shift and change, but the rug will feel like it's getting pulled out from underneath us. And the unevolved will say, oh, what is happening to me? This is horrible. What did I do to deserve this? And the evolved, the self-reflective individual or caterpillar in this analogy, will actually step back and say, okay, this is happening for me. Maybe I wasn't initiating this fast enough for myself. Maybe out there is so, there is so much more for me that I really wasn't allowing myself to expand into. And so you are almost forced into this moment of self-reflection and of shifting and of changing and of healing and of shedding and of releasing and then ultimately knowing and expanding into that next level of your life. Now, when these things happen, we always have a choice. We always have a choice to avoid the cocooning phase. We can deny it. We can get really busy and distract ourselves We can just jump onto the next thing, which will never be better than what we had because we have not done the healing and the shedding and the up-leveling. So really, we are just repeating a cycle. And I'm going to be really honest with you. I work with people all the time. And I have to say that that is the thing I see the most, that people are on a loop. They they do notice the patterns. They don't want to notice the patterns though. And so when they actually have to acknowledge the patterns and see them, that means they have to do something about them. And most people are just not interested in that because it is hard work. It means being really honest with yourself and really accountable to yourself. It requires a deep sense of awareness and self-love and all the juicy, delicious things that here at the Light Path community, we do thrive off. But it's important for us to remember that just because we thrive off them doesn't mean everybody else does. And that's okay. That's their choice. And it is also their journey. There is nothing to judge there. It just is what it is. But we know the benefits of doing the work, which is why we are committed to it here. 
So when that happens, with that choice to go into a cocooning phase, it is a choice. It is a choice that Caterpillar A will take and make and almost run into the cocooning phase. And then Caterpillar B has a choice. Do I take it or do I distract myself and stay on this level? Do I numb myself? Do I replace what is missing with something similar so I don't have to feel and face truths? Or do I walk into the cocooning phase with a sense of frustration, annoyance and disappointment? So either way, we are going to be called into cocooning phases if and only if we desire the butterfly We desire to expand into the next and best version of ourselves. And like I said, life is constantly in this cycle. So it is not as if we emerge into this new butterfly next level and that is it. Done. Sweet. We don't have to think about self-development or self-care or reflection for the rest of our lives. No, we will eventually fly fly around and come back and it will become our new norm and then we'll sink back into the caterpillar phase, which is ache. It's like the maintenance phase. So we're going along until eventually we're like, wait a minute, I want something different. I'm ready for something more. And this is going to bring me to the next level. The speed and the timeline of our cycles, A, does not matter, and B, is completely individual. Sometimes cycles can happen in like a week. Sometimes they can happen in five years. So, you know, it's just about doing you and knowing yourself well enough to know where you are in your life, in your cycle, and what you're ready for in terms of going forward next. But it is also, you could be in the caterpillar phase in your relationship life, but you could be in the cocooning phase in your career life and you could be in the butterfly phase say in your friendship life because that has you know really been expanding gosh we are dynamic beings aren't we no wonder why humaning can be so exhausting and overwhelming at times which is why personally i love to keep on top of it in the moon membership because to me it's just a natural thing i am always in it and it's really easy to discern where i need to put my energy and my focus and my work because i don't really need to put my energy focus and work in the beginning of the caterpillar phase or the butterfly phase that can kind of roll along long which makes me discerning in terms of where I'm working on myself so when do I step into a cocoon phase because that caterpillar phase is kind of done for me and it's taught me what it needs to teach me and I've rested and I've learned and now we need to up level and expand so let's talk about this season of isolation or this cocooning phase that we all kind of go through so in times like these It needs to get really, really quiet. Like this area of your life, all your life as a whole. I often like to do it as my life as a whole because, you know, if I'm going to go for it, I'm going to go for it. These times need to be really quiet to quieten the mind and to really simmer down the energy so that we can see and we can hear ourselves really clearly really compassionately and really gently. It's a moment when life gets really quiet and a little bit isolating. So a little bit of aloneness comes in 
And it's where we can look at our needs and witness the shifts and the changes that are happening within and around us. And I think the main, well, there are two main reasons in my experience and observation that I have noticed why people don't necessarily embrace this cocooning season of isolation. One is because I think we are so afraid of feeling lonely. Now, loneliness is not an amazing emotion. I completely appreciate that. And from an evolutionary stance, being alone in the not too distant past meant death. So I understand deeply why people will avoid aloneness. And I remember being in my late 20s and meeting this most amazing woman just so wise you know one of those souls you just know is here on their last life because they are just so embodied and patient and like sage like and I remember her telling me that one of her favorite things to do was to go to the beach on her own and to have alone time and me in my late 20s whoa that was like death to my ego I just couldn't think of anything worse and I probably told her so to be honest that that sounded to me like the worst day you know how boring but what I have learned is that those people that are okay in their aloneness that can feel lonely but not alone are the strongest most dynamic and most trustworthy people They'll never use and abuse you because they don't need to use and abuse you. They have got so much self-efficiency. They will never, ever compromise their peace for others. So they are very discerning people. I like to think that I've become a little bit of one of those people. I don't surround myself with a lot of fluffiness and a lot of busyness because I have gotten really okay with season of ice seasons of isolation they do not freak me out because i know that they are also just a season they are not going to last forever and also because i am able to create so much peace and love and genuine joy in my own life for me that anyone who comes in to my experience has to add to that or they're just not welcome because what is the point so i think people avoid it because they're really afraid of loneliness but honestly we cannot know ourselves to the depth with which we need to in order to evolve and to expand and to exchange and to grow to do all those things we need to do to get to that beautiful butterfly phase if we are surrounded by and bombarded with the noise and destruction like it just does not make sense so if you are a person who really struggles with the cocooning phase and the season of isolation where you are literally just spending quiet time 
with yourself. You are calming your nervous system. You are really looking after yourself beautifully. You are not rushing around, filling your diary with things. You are allowing the intensity of your energy and the energy of your environment to really simmer and to quieten down so that you can hear yourself. You can hear and feel what it is that you genuinely and authentically need. Not what other people tell you you should need, but you can really be a witness to yourself, to the changes that have occurred. You can reflect deeply and embrace the shifts in terms of letting things go that no longer are serving you, embracing the shifts in terms of readying yourself and building yourself up to that next level, really starting to adopt all the qualities that are required for the next level. If you are one of those people that really struggle with this phase, I want you to remember a few things. You are not alone. Lonely, maybe, but you are not alone. You are with you. You are there to fill up your entire space, your entire environment, your entire headspace, your entire heart. You are there taking up so much space, taking it all up. Witness that. So if you are sitting there maybe on a Friday afternoon thinking, gosh, I don't have any plans for the weekend. Um, That's really scaring me because I'm feeling a bit lonely already. I want you to look around and I want you to fill up your space with all of you. I want you to fill your heart up with all of you, your mind up with thoughts of you take up that space and really to be honest that space becomes such a gift it becomes such a gift that is so precious that you begin to look forward to these things and these moments of isolation and that's not say you have to be completely alone obviously you can do this with a partner or have family around you for sure but it's cutting out all the unnecessary noise and busyness The second thing I really want you to remember is that the only place where transformation truly occurs in depth, biologically, psychologically, transformative moments is in that cocoon. Because in this space, in this quiet, you are going to know yourself. You are going to find your strength. You are going to see what you can do. And learn all about what it is that you want to learn. You have the space to not repeat mistakes because you have reflected on them. And you have a lot of time to cultivate the vibration of and the image of and the excitement of the next phase when you are ready for it. And the last thing I really want you to remember is to really deeply respect your phases I think we are sold a huge massive lie across media platforms across marketing platforms and just generally culture platforms that we are supposed to be at our peak all the time we are supposed to be at our peak body image. We are supposed to be at our peak happiness. We are supposed to eat at our peak performance. Like it's just not true. 
to me, that sounds exhausting. We are not supposed to be at our peak and at our maxed out capacity of happiness and joy all the time. We are not. And that pressure that we put on ourselves through comparison, maybe or believing in this ridiculous lie is what is keeping us stuck from expanding. Because like I said, you can't really expand unless you have this cocooning phase of reflection and healing. So respect the phases, welcome it, and welcome in this moment of quiet in your life. It is always, always darkest before the dawn. It truly is. And so this reminds me of this amazing quote, and I don't know who said it, but it's so beautiful. And it says that it always darkest before the dawn. And so when you think you've been buried because you're physically overwhelmed by having to look at heal, uh, look at and heal something again or whatever it is, when you have been buried, know that you have been planted. And what we really want to do is make that soil that we are planted in, in this season of cocooning and isolation, the most nourishing soil in the darkness. And I don't mean the darkness as in it is a dark time. It's not dark. It's just quiet. This season of isolation, we want to provide it with the most nourishing soil because we want to grow better. We want to grow into our next phase the best we can. So if you are in a phase of cocooning right now, I hope that has helped you. If you have avoided phases of cocooning in your life, I hope that encourages you. And if you are about to go into one or have emerged from one, I hope that reassures and contextualizes for you. As always, I would love to hear your thoughts about this over on our private Light Path community page on Facebook where we can share our stories, ask questions, or the Light Path Collective Practitioners hang out over there so they can see you there, ask them questions and share your experience of cocooning. We would love to hear about them and obviously more than happy to share mine over there. But for now, as always, whatever phase you are in, I am sending you so much love and light. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Light Path Podcast. I hope that the information shared here has helped illuminate your path. Be sure to check out the show notes for links related to this episode. While you're there, remember to subscribe to the podcast to ensure you never miss an episode. I'm Kirsten Leo. And I can't wait to explore and expand our capacity for abundance, worthiness and love together in the next episode.